right, welcome to Late to the Party. This is the interview show. <laughs> this is a podcast where I interview a special guest about something that they're late to the party for, like uh, art, uh, an event, food, um, any kind of thing that that's known about in pop culture or, or the, the society in, in at large that this person, for whatever reason, has missed out on, has um, not gotten behind, not hopped on a bandwagon. And what is fu- an example of a late to the party? Uh, the one that I pitch to people is someone like yourself, actually, who has not read Harry Potter, for instance. A very, very big cultural um, phenomenon. And, or is it phenomenon? Phenomenon. Phenomena is do, do, plural. Do, 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 do. Phenomena. Do, 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 do. Phenomena. Right. Anyway. Um, whatever the singular for phenomenon, I believe it's phenomenon. Phenomena sounds plural. Or is it? I might have it backwards. Anyway, not the point. Um, but See, hey. now I'm beginning to think that you're just doing this podcast because you want me to do stuff like read Harry Potter or, or listen to the Beatles. Listen to all the Beatles. Those are things that uh, you don't do that a lot of people do do. Um, we could have several episodes. We could have a series of Bro- Brooklyn. Oh, my guest is Brooklyn Colbert. Hello. She's my girlfriend and uh, my guest this evening on Late to the Party. Do you want to talk about um, what, who you are, why you're here, what brought you here? That's a lot of questions That's, that you're loading up front uh, here, buddy. So the things I was th- name? Brooklyn who, Colbert. Who are you? I am a lady mm-hmm. who lives in Chicago. Okay, sure, sure. These are These might be important facts for people. I have a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. His name is Benjamin Schlofeld. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I live with him. Oh, yeah. Okay. Did I say that was my name? I'm Ben Schlofeld. I don't know if you did. Well, we know now. Anywho. Uh, what, when, and what, well, I guess that's good. That's, that's good. That's a good intro. I think we know who you are. What Do you want to tell us what you do for a living? I think if I have people who are artists or promoting things, this is where I put in. Something akin to a plug, if there's anything. Sure, yeah. Like um, that. So for a profession, I am a Edward Scissorhands impersonator, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I go to parties, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. corporate events. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. I also do house calls. I just. Sorry, I kicked the oh, desk. Oh, okay. I thought that was Audrey. Trust me, it wasn't my scissor hands that were scratching Squeak. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or squeaking. They're, they're, they're probably getting all rusty. Oh, no. You got to keep, keep that oiled. oiled. And for dating you, because I know very of my about this. profession, mm-hmm. I have not tried a lot of things. Maybe. Well, let's dive right in then. So you have elected selected chosen as your late to the party peanut butter and banana toast what does late to the party mean didn't i ever say that That you missed something that there was a i think when we talk about a cultural event something like 
Harry Potter, like you asked. I think, and if you well, that's an example of it. But late to the party, is there? Oh, there's a party going on. There's a there's a a soiree, some sort of you know kegger. I don't know whatever you like. Do they to... need any entertainment? Do they need an Edward Scissorhands? Yes. Look alike. Yes. Well, doesn't everybody need an Edward Scissorhands? Uh, it's impersonator. Oh, you impersonate, but... but well, you look alike. Well, what's the difference? An Elvis, an Elvis. Well, look alike is just you walk I guess, around yeah, you could just and be a stand. you could just stand there and look like them. You act. You also act like Edward Scissorhands. I personify. Mm-hmm. Snip, snip. So, you ask what late to the party. So, a party has already started, and you show up late to it, and you need to be caught up. You need to be felt like, what is this? I'm here late. What's going on? I'm sorry, guys. I'm late. What causes people to be late to the party, do you think? Metaphorically or like... In an actual, as if you and I were invited to a party this evening and we showed up late to that party tonight and we said, oh, I'm so sorry we were late to this party. We were recording a podcast called Late to the Party. That would be an actual instance of being late to the party. And then we might ask a friend of ours, so what's going on? What I miss? And then they might tell you like, oh, not much. We played uh, some Cranium Kazoo. And I'll be like, oh, okay, I've already played that. I didn't miss much. And Wait, is there a kazoo in Cranium? Cranium, oh no, could do. Cranium could do or could, yeah, Cranium could do. It's like the mini version of Cranium. Not the musical instrument? No, that'd be pretty fun though. I, there might be, there should be a kazoo in Cranium could do. And you get to do like, you have to do, it's like the whistling game, but you have a kazoo. Sure. Yeah. 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 Sounds great. Yeah. Well, if the people who make Cranium hear this, they can roll with it you are looking for sponsors i have heard <laughs> any money so that being said we can probably i have i thought it would be fun to talk a little bit about whatever the the subject matter might be to to give a little history on each um on each thing so if had it been harry potter and i shouldn't get too much into that because it could happen later um, really pushing this Harry, Harry Potter, Potter thing. thing. I just think it's it'd be it'd be an episode that would sell, but this one might sell because like, what? How do they talk about peanut butter and bananas? How do I hire this wonderful entertainer? That's right. She sounds just like Johnny Depp as Edward Scissorhands. Yes. Wow. I know you guys can't see it, but she is in her costume right now. I mean, she has had her hand surgically removed and had scissors put on on them. Like, but we're pretty poor, so she only has one pair of scissors per hand. Um, but as she makes more money capering, she'll uh, be able to get more pairs of scissors for hands. So right now, it just looks like you have two fingers on each hand that are that are blades. Yeah, yeah. But when well, when they're open, when they're closed, it looks like you just have one finger. Well, one is actually um, for sewing. Sewing shears. So it fits in the palm of, let's say, your hand. The other is um, for shrubbery. Mm-hmm. That's the cat, in case people are wondering. Hi, kitty. But enough about me. <laughs> well, no, you are the guest. It doesn't matter what I, I mean. I am, I am merely a vessel, a, a, a conduit so... for for your story. 
Will you be offering your personal history to the subject as well as a cultural history? I, I, I think if it comes up in conversation, yes. I'm, I'm, it's not about my relationship necessarily. It's more about the guest's relationship. Uh, but I'm not going to shy away from having like, if you were to talk about it and, and I had a thought or wanted to you know, add to something, I would, I would do that. But it's not about me so much. So, but anywho, do you want to learn a little bit about peanut butter and bananas? On toast? I didn't do anything about toast because there's too much information about bread. Oh, so we're going first for deep dive into peanut butter. And bananas, yeah. Together. Not together. We'll do them separately and then we'll discuss, we'll discuss them together on toast. And then why you didn't have not had peanut butter and banana toast and maybe why a lot of people have. Cause I think I have had, but we'll talk about this in a little bit. Let's, All right. let's get to some history. So I, I did a little um, online sleuthing, which it doesn't certainly doesn't take very long. Um, I know I don't want to miss the cord. So the Canadian Marcellus Gilmore Edson patented what would be peanut paste in 1884, which would later be known as peanut butter. He would roast the peanuts and mill them until smooth or liquidy, liquidy, and then add sugar to thicken and harden into a paste. Eventually, it was sold as peanut butter by George Bale in St. Louis as a snack food. General, uh, general, cereal magnet John Harvey Kellogg, whom, whom's, whom's cereal, whose cereal we enjoy to this day. The John Harvey Kellogg? Mm-hmm. The cereal magnet. Magnate heard of chick magnets but cereal Cereal magnets magnets? yeah uh patented a process for producing ailment products and that's in quote that's supposed to be in quotes in 1898 and used peanuts Uh, however he boiled them and would use the paste to feed hospital patients who could no longer chew as the paste was rich in protein its popularity increased as wealthy healthcare patients enjoyed it so much Uh, so peanut butter in the early years was a wealthy person's food only rich people got to really enjoy peanut butter eventually these machines uh, were built that would process and manufacture peanut butter at a faster rate and its availability grew as did its popularity peter pan skippy jiff some of the earliest brands and uh, their mainstays in the industry that it's now that now inhabits 94 percent of american households so 94 percent of american households have peanut butter in them wow that's a lot Mm mm-hmm uh, we consume $800 million of peanut butter every year. $800 million are consumed mm-hmm. just in the U.S.? Just in the U.S. The U.S. is the largest market for peanut butter in, in the world. We eat the most peanut butter. Um, wow. And Jif, according to the, Jif, was, uh, is the sweetest, or at least was the sweetest, of the three major peanut butter types. Peter Pan was the first, then came Skippy, and then Jif. Um so, but uh, contrary to popular belief, George Washington Carver did not invent peanut butter. However, Carver was a pioneer in peanuts and uh, did come up with some 300 uses for them, such as like in, in shampoos, chili sauces, shaving cream, glue, uh, and many other things. Uh, none of none of them ended up being commercially viable, though. But they, it was pretty. He was quite inventive, and I do highly recommend just at least looking at the Wikipedia page for 
George Washington Carver is a pretty interesting guy. Did a lot of cool stuff. Um, now, that's a little bit of the history of peanut butter. That's the, you know, that that almost yeah. gets you from the start to where we are today. Well, I mean, I think it definitely shows how prevalent it is in American households. Yeah, ninety four percent. And then it's not even. It's also not that old it's only been it's not even been around for what 120 30 years or so sure um and not even like commercially available for about 100 years sure um now bananas bananas they're a berry technically bananas are the largest (laughs) berry uh they are the largest herbaceous plant often mistaken for trees they're actually not trees despite their rigid stem and there's some term for them called like false stem or later they have a, a term for like what they're because they're very woody sinuous stalks but they're not mm. trees uh the cavendish banana i think it's i think that's how you say it. cavendish bananas are the most common dessert banana sold though they are several varieties ranging in starchiness Wait, Cavan- cavendish cavendish, cavendish? Cavend- sure. I, I actually don't know yeah i don't know i mean c-a-v-e-n dish bananas uh, Cavendish, Cavendish. I, I I feel like when someone says it, I'm like, oh yeah, I know what bananas you're talking about. But when I say it, I sound like an idiot. But those you sound are, great. Oh, um, but yeah, they range from starchiness to sweetness. Uh, contrary to popular conceptions, bananas are not that rich in potassium. Raw spinach, canned tomato sauce provide more potassium than a banana. What? I know. Raw plantains are very. You're hot. telling me, honey, I shrunk the kids. Wait. No, honey, we shrunk ourselves. Mm-hmm. Was lying. Did they? What did they say that bananas are the most the, the richest food in potassium? So the daughter has some sort of condition where she mm-hmm. has to have potassium, and she's about to pass out, and so they panic and they're like, "Quick, get the bananas!" And then she eats the bananas, and it saves her life. Mm. So plantains, like raw plantains. The starchier, the, usually the starchier the the banana is, the more potassium it has. But the the common dessert banana, the Cavendish Cavendish bananas, are not that rich in potassium. They do have potassium, and it, and if you eat, I think something like between I think like eight or so a day, you'll get your <laughs> your full amount of potassium. Eight bananas a day for the Cavendish. Yeah, they're dessert bananas. Dish. They're not. They're sweet. They're sweet bananas. Like they do have healthy things like the you know, vitamin A and stuff like that, and and fiber. Um, mm. But they're not as good for you as spinach. But then spinach is a superfood, right? Um, raw plantains do have a high potassium content, though. So uh, Dan Kopel wrote a book called Banana, Fate of the Food That Changed the World. And uh, he wrote an op-ed in the New York Times, and I thought he had, there's a little excerpt that I copy and pasted, but I'm quoting him, so it's it's not plagiarism, right? Dan Koppel. Dan Koppel. And Dan Koppel's own words. And them. That bananas have long been the cheapest fruit at the grocery store is astonishing. They're grown thousands of miles away. They must have they must be transported in cooled containers, and even then they survive no more than two weeks after they're cut off the tree, which we know they're not trees. That's me <sighs> adding inserting a parenthetical. Apples, in contrast, are large, are typically grown within a few hundred miles of the store and keep for months in a basket out in the garage. Yet apples traditionally have cost at least twice as much per pound as bananas. Americans eat as many bananas as apples and oranges combined. 
which is especially amazing wow. when you consider that not so long ago, bananas were virtually unknown here. They became a staple only after two men in the late 19th century founded the United States Fruit, oh, excuse me, the United Fruit Company. It's called Chiquita today. Figure out how to get huh. bananas to America, American tables quickly by <laughs> by clearing rainforests in Latin America, building railroads oh, and communication boy. networks, and inventing refrigeration techniques techniques to control ripening. Once bananas had become wildly popular, the companies kept costs low by exercising iron-fisted control over Latin American countries where the fruit was grown. Workers could not be allowed such basic rights as health care, decent wages, or the right to congregate. Over oh, and over, banana companies, aided by the American military, intervened whenever there was a chance that any banana republic, that's in quotes, might end its cooperation. Labor is still cheap in these countries, and growers still resort to heavy-handed tactics. The final piece of the banana pricing equation is genetics. Unlike apple and orange growers, banana importers sell only a single variety of their fruit, the Cavendish Cavendish. There are more than 1,000 varieties of bananas, most of them in Africa and Asia, but except for the occasional exotic, the Cavendish is the only banana we see in our markets. By sticking to a single variety, the banana industry ensures that all the bananas in a shipment ripen at the same rate, creating huge economics of scale. The Cavendish is the fruit equivalent of a fast food hamburger, efficient to produce, uniform in quality, and universally affordable. And he doesn't think that this is like, he doesn't think this is the last either, and thinks it's a good thing the banana is exotic to the U.S. and prices should reflect that. And as we were kind of hearing with labor issues of labor and um, you know deforestation to grow bananas in it's Latin like, America. Here, get your yellow piece of imperialism. Something like that. I yeah. feel very conflicted after hearing that. Yeah, I, and I wanted to save that because we're probably going to have some bananas later. Uh, I know, man. We, we shouldn't. Um, so there's there's some info on peanut butter and bananas. Uh, won't do bread because there's uh, it's a bit too much of a time suck. Um, so. Also, yeah, the how widespread bananas are. It's like we're taking peanut butter, which every house practically has, and bananas, which every house practically has. I didn't find any. They data buy on that those thing. more than they buy apples on their own or mm-hmm. oranges on their own. Mm-hmm. I mean, based on where I work, people eat like twice, two to three times as many bananas as they do apples or oranges. Wow. And if we had uh, our friend Alex Loveless in here, who works as a produce manager, he might have some, excuse me, some insights into uh, bananas as well. But he's not my guest, so. Sorry, Alex. Sorry. We could uh, put him on a conference call. Put like a phone right here. Like phone a friend? Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's the info. Now, we can pause make some banana and peanut butter toast, come back here and eat it, and then discuss. Or before we do that, we could talk about why you haven't to this day. Because you've had peanut butter and bananas before. On their own. Yes. And you've had them Separately. together. You've had them together. Oh, yeah. Like sometimes when we're trying to be good for dessert, we'll have a banana. Mm-hmm. And we'll get the jar of peanut butter, and, and then you 
and Nutella. Oh, Nutella, yes. Mm-hmm. And you take the spoon and you dip it in the jar and then you cut off some banana and oh man it's so good yes it is but i have not had it on toast so bread so you never this you never had peanut butter banana sandwich or peanut butter banana toast you never had either one no um so i did do some reading on those as well like uh peanut butter and bananas are both as we've kind of established cheap um and very common uh so naturally it's one of those things and also kids enjoy them kids like bananas it's a pretty common most kids enjoy bananas most kids love peanut butter um and it's it's marginally better no it's 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 a lot better for you than a peanut butter and jelly sandwich would be peanut butter and banana sandwich um that's why i i mean i never really enjoyed bananas when i was a kid but i definitely ended up having peanut butter and banana later in life and enjoying it quite a bit um it, and it does how old were you i probably didn't really i i was such a a baby when it came to fruit i really didn't get into bananas until college like i had had bananas and been fine with them but i ate apples almost exclusively wow. my entire youth i really didn't venture out like then what was your apple of choice oh, red delicious the worst wow. apple i know it was I was a boring child when it came to food. It wasn't until I started working in kitchens that I grew a pair and uh, enjoyed... A pair of apples? A pair of big old pair of apples. Um, big ripe apples. Baby. <clears throat> Anywho. Um, but I didn't really enjoy... And it became a pretty easy thing to pack and take or scarf before class in college um and it felt like it was a better choice than a you know a a processed protein bar or something like that and i was fuller for longer if i had one of those than like a you know granola bar or a croissant if i was at a coffee house and wanted a croissant i don't know why i'm talking about croissants but anyway so that I have had them and I do enjoy them and I th- and I and it also became a pleasant dessert to do like Nutella peanut butter banana on a piece of toast and it's also yeah it's just cheap as hell it's and you don't feel that bad about yourself so because yes peanut butter if you get decent especially if you get real peanut butter not the overly processed peanut butter it actually is pretty good for you um, it'd be like I think an almond an almond butter might be a little better like the the oils and the fats are probably a little better but that's a lot more expensive so if you're going to eat and more draining on the environment yeah if we're going to talk about environmental issues almond butter probably is worse for the environment peanuts are pretty easy to grow and they're pretty prevalent um so that's that is probably that is why it's such a popular um snack choice and a lot of kids have had it a lot of adults still eat it um, but not me. But not you. Not you. And so why have you avoided peanut butter, banana toast, slash sandwiches for all these years? So I am 28 years old. You Maybe will, that's important. You will be in about three days. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, I'm still 27. You're still 27 for, for three days. Wait, when does this go to air? 
after my 28th Ooh. birthday. <laughs> so yes, bro, absolutely it'll, it'll air after your birthday. I am in my late 20s. There you go. And I've definitely been aware of peanut butter and banana sandwiches. Probably from children's television or movies or I can't think of a specific example of where I've heard of it before or maybe my own friends from elementary school talk about it and maybe because I too was kind of a picky child maybe it sounded quite weird to me at the time so I was never had a hankering to try it out uh my parents never made me Never, it was never offered. And what, why do you think that is? Like, because I'm sure that's how a lot of people enjoy it for the first time. Is that it's a, a get, you know, here, shut up and eat peanut butter and bananas. You won't, you know, like, you're going to like this. I know you're going to like this. It's not fucking spinach. Sure, 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 yeah. sure. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's because we always had jelly. So it's like, why chop up a perfectly good banana? It is like, oh. Did you hear that too? I did hear that. Did okay. it stop recording? No, no, it's still going. Um, yeah, still Are you going. sure? Yeah, yeah. You can see, the, see those numbers going boopity boop bip the, by the play button there. Oh, okay. Those are yeah. counting. Sure. So we're still recording. That was just a weird blip. So, yeah, I guess as I was growing up, I did become more aware that I had not had this snack that a lot of people were familiar with. Mm-hmm. And... Did people make fun of you because you never had a peanut butter and banana sandwich, Brooklyn? I don't think so. But maybe that's just because in my little corner of the world, I it wasn't a big deal to people. But, you know, being a teenager, mm-hmm. when you're trying to be an individual and set yourself apart, um, I decided for some reason that banana peanut butter toast would be the thing that I just I've never had it kind of in a bragging sort of sense mm-hmm. um and I think I do remember I was probably about 17 and usually at that age um lots of conversations with your friends and whatnot lead to um more adult decisions like marriage or has anyone had sex yet or whatever Mm -hmm. it is and for me I guess I was trying to make a point about how much we give up before marriage or why we save certain things for marriage or why we value certain acts over others for example a lot of people well not a lot of people these days but a lot of people have sex before marriage now. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of those people. <laughs> Gasp. <laughs> um, but I said, well, why don't I save something completely arbitrary? And of course, this is coming from a teenage mm-hmm. sort of, look at me, I'm different. How interesting. And I decided that I would not have... Banana and peanut butter toast until marriage because I had already gone this long without having it. So why give in now? Right. So are you sure you want to have have it tonight then? I think you 
You've got to now. Cause we, it, we got the provisions. Well, we do. And it, you, it, the podcast would have to be called, I guess, uh, I guess I'm not going to the party after all. <laughs> I'm going to skip it. That would be a good um, counter episode, I think. Sure, sure. Like, I'm still like, like these. this is why I'm still going to avoid this sure. thing. Yeah. Um, like when you don't listen to the Beatles, so like this is why I'm. Yeah, so I think there I'm is avoiding the party. This idea of late to the party, there is um a lot of stubbornness that goes with it too, because I think. But potentially, I think some people are just they like oh I just didn't get into that sure at the time, but absolutely there's stubbornness like um. So especially for me, I was just stubborn because. I wanted to say something kind of outrageous and quirky and um, just stuck by that decision. So, yes, I I think I still want to go through with um, a- attending the party and seeing what it's all about yeah. as far as banana and peanut butter toast goes tonight. And, you know, in Trump's America... Who knows how long we'll be around? Right, but bananas—they're also dying because of some, uh, what was it? Some fungal or some viral issue. There's like bananas. What? They're in jeopardy. Um, at least the ones that are the. Well, I guess I think we get eighty. No, no, twenty percent of the world's bananas come from China, and I think there was an issue with some sort of fungal or bacterial bacterial or viral issue that was killing off a lot of bananas at the whole foods i go to for lunch every day because i work right next door to whole foods um they have the organic bananas and then they have the conventional bananas mm-hmm. that and, banana is so conventional oh it's basic bananas oh god yellow but they god. say that they're from costa rica as oh. if to like kind of really rub it in like yeah. hey by the way the stuff is here, but it came mm-hmm. a lot. The carbon footprint is just it's smaller. Costa Rica is a lot closer than China, so it'd be a small. Well, I, I wasn't thinking about China, but just how they're quick to point out mm-hmm. how far the stuff has oh, to travel. Like oh, like look at this banana. It came all the way from. Co- Have you ever even been to Costa Rica? This banana has. This banana was. Born you should Rica. feel bad about yourself and buy organic instead. You should. You should. This banana has a passport and you don't. That's another late to the party episode I'll have to do. <laughs> you should get a passport. I do not have a passport, no. I know. You should. You, should, you, just, you're, you could buy the key to unlock your cage and you choose not to. Because there's paperwork involved. Yeah, you know, and you have to send in your birth certificate. I I did, and I got it back. I, actually, I got my I, when I got my passport. It only took. But that a was in weeks. Obama's America. That's true. It was. Things were so much faster, safer. We can rebuild it. Certain. Mm-hmm. Um, any other thoughts you have on why you avoided this? Um, are you excited about this? Uh, because I'm, I gotta have, stop asking three questions at once to your guests. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I, <laughs> I want to give people plenty of things to work with. Not like, hey, here's one question, answer. What if you don't want to answer that one question? What if you're like, oh, I'll answer that. 
so that now that's the fourth question I have to answer. Wait, start over. What's your first question? Uh, how are you doing? No. <laughs> uh, do you have any more thoughts on peanut butter and banana sandwiches? Um, I mean, I'm excited to try it. Mm-hmm. I know what peanut butter and banana taste like together. Mm-hmm. So it does feel like we're crossing some sort of taboo line into now it's on toast and i think it's important that we do toast because i think toast is I, I personally think toast is but i personally i personally opposed to i for someone else uh it's a more uh, pleasurable experience because i think you got the heat and the crunch from the toast Ooh. which uh melts the peanut butter a little bit so you have some warm peanut butter and then you have this room temperature, maybe even a little cold. Might be a cold banana. And you have these, you have differences in temperature and texture and flavor. Peanut butter is a little sweet, but it's also salty. Like it's a, it's a pleasurable experience to eat peanut butter and banana toast. So I'm excited for you. And I will also have some too, because it, it'd be weird to watch you just eat on mic and then. Oh, I'm eating on the mic? Well, I don't know. That might be a little loud and distracting, I guess. I mean, I guess we want reactions, right? I mean, that would be ideal. All right. <laughs> well, let's go deflower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, we'll take a pause and we'll come back with peanut butter and banana toast. we're back um we have our peanut butter toast i feel refreshed also needing to get up and walk around a bit and we have hot toddies uh to go along with the toast yes so i think we're about to break one of the biggest no-nos on um audio in the audio rule book so i'm just going to describe what i'm seeing here it is two pieces of toasted bread Mm mm-hmm you have chosen Hawaiian. Hawaiian bread. It's it's very sweet. Um, I think it'll complement uh, the rest of the Is the there dish. a traditional type of bread typically used with? Oh, I'd imagine. I think that's part of the, the, the appeal of something like this snack is that you can make it as healthy or as unhealthy as you so choose. We are not, we are not necessarily having the healthiest bread, but if you had some, you know, a whole grain... I have a bread. feeling a lot of kids probably had it with Wonder Bread. Something, yeah. That's I think that is the the tra- traditional image in my head would be a Wonder Bread sandwich with peanut butter and banana in it. Sure. Lo- looking very cheap. Sure, <laughs> Wonder, sure. Wonder Bread's cheap. Um, this Hawaiian bread is also not that expensive, but I'm sure if you were to invest in a good loaf of something, um, it would like if it's got a lot of grains or a lot of seeds and stuff in it it's gonna be a little better for you um whole grain's always better for you i think the cat would like back in Uh. all right and it is piled high with um lots of banana Mm -hmm. not a ton of peanut butter but the peanut butter is very melty yeah i went i i i I didn't put as much on mine i put more on yours 
So, and this is open face too. Mm-hmm. It's not quite a sandwich. It's just straight up toast. This is the this is the toast. Yes, Audrey, be quiet. All right. All right. Here we go. Cheers. Cheers. We just <laughs> clinked toasts. Stop picking at her dress. Wow. So you basically lost your... Um, Girlhood. Mm-hmm. You no longer... Your dowry has just substantially decreased. No man will want you now. Used goods over here. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, maybe because I've had all of these ingredients on their own and I'm very familiar with their taste. It tastes exactly <laughs> like I'd expect it would. I suppose that's a good thing. No surprises. Mm-hmm. Do would, people ever mush the banana? Like turn the banana into a spread itself? That's never been my, in my experience, I've never seen that, but that doesn't mean people don't do that. That sounds like more work, and I think the appeal of this is also that it's very easy and very, very quick. You could have been, like if you were to have to mush a banana, and bananas are already pretty soft anyway. You're just thinking about how, like, oh, what if, what if these banana chunks fall off? That's so annoying. I'm worried about banana chunks falling off. I mean, it's quite good. Mm-hmm. Would you eat this again, Brooklyn? Oh, yeah, except now I'm thinking of all the cool things that I would do with it. Like, can you fry the bananas and then put them on top of the peanut butter on top of the toast? A lot of people do fry these sandwiches, like a peanut butter banana sandwich. And it's oh, like, like a gr- panini? Or a grill, like a grilled cheese kind of situation, but... Oh, like you butter the bread first? Butter the bread, put the ingredients in the sandwich, and then put it in a pan. That is decadent. Yeah. But still, I mean, that would be a dessert to me. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see myself as a kid eating these and Mm -hmm. really loving it. As I'm sure millions of children do every day. Well, I assume that's why a lot of adults still eat it, too. Maybe it reminds them mm-hmm. of childhood. So I'm sure it's a yeah, comfort food. And it's still cheap. It's still easy. There should be a poll out there. Have you had... Hello, poll. Have you had this type of... <laughs> SpongeBob referencer. <laughs> have, you... <laughs> have you had... Um... Have you had this before? Mm-hmm. Oh. That'd be perfect for late to the party. If I could, yeah. Have you been at this party? Or are you late? Are you late to this party? Oh, boy. <laughs> Not that voice. What's wrong with that voice? It's like a creepy Will Arnett. I'll just say George Michael. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is pretty delightful. Yeah, it's a good snack, uh, which is why I was surprised... And actually, I maybe I didn't express it earlier, but I was still really taken aback when you told me uh, that that this is something you were saving for marriage. <laughs> were you starting to sweat and like, oh boy? No, it's just it's 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 actually like a oh wow, what a strange thing to to. I'm ex- quirky to experience on a podcast like. 
that you would save it for this? So, so we're married now, right? Is this how this works? I'm going to insert the sound of me running out, door closing, car running, driving off. And the chair spinning. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Gotta go. Pretty much. Um, any, any final thoughts on, on this nice little snack? I'm almost done with mine. I guess... I don't know. I do think about why I chose very consciously not to have the snack. And I guess our personalities, who we are as people, what separates us or unites us based on the experiences that we share or the experiences that we do not share. Mm -hmm. It's pretty interesting that, I guess, yeah, just the decisions that we make and to try and define who we are. But at the heart, uh, I think, not at the heart, but certainly an, an ancillary goal of this podcast is is about that, right? Like why, why, you know, if you were, maybe it was not you, but like a group of friends, you're like, we're like, yeah, guys, we're not going to eat peanut butter banana sandwiches because that's fucking stupid. And we, we eat, I don't know, pomegranate. I don't know, you know. Um, and that we follow these trends for those reasons because it's a social thing or in your case it's exclusively an individual and choice and not even one of of like economical or ecological or or i don't know social like you just yeah this is funny (laughs) and it it is it is it is funny um but that's and 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 I, th- and I do think that, that obviously in this case, maybe not so much, it, you know, in, you know, if you had never, I don't know, seen a movie, this doesn't make you a pariah anyway. No, I don't think people are going to like, oh, we don't hang out with Brooklyn. She's never had peanut butter and banana sandwich. She's Not weird. anymore, yeah. bitches. Now you're going to be in every, at every party. Everyone's going to invite you to everything because like, you're not weird anymore. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, you would be weird had you not like what if you said yeah I don't know never seen a movie never really interested in seeing movies like no one I'm sure I'm sure there is that person out there but we don't know who they are because they're they're a weirdo. <laughs> um, so wrapping up, want to thank you for having this experience with me right here, having a real new experience on microphone to share with the world. We went on a journey. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it may be something as seemingly trivial as peanut butter and banana toast, which we've said an awful lot tonight. Those, that, that's It's funny because you say peanut butter and banana toast, and I say banana peanut butter toast. Will we ever get along? <laughs> we'll make it work somehow. Um, but I want to thank you. And uh, hopefully we'll have you on again because there's so many things that you haven't done. And I'd like to uh, unpack those things. Like, why, Brooklyn? Why are you so, so contradictory? You don't want to get in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what that sound is. Anywho, um, was a thank y'all. That's it. Bye.
Alligator fingers like beetles, the chipmunk chasing on TV. Why not a little Spanish beat?